Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast, the short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter 11. I'm going to read verses 4 through 7 in this episode. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about his life, and through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up, so that he would not see death, and he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God about things not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household, by which he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. There's a lot in these verses, and we're going to move through them this morning and just lift out some things that I think are important for us to notice. You know, this chapter is packed full of information about people who operated in faith in the Old Testament. For us to spend too much time on each character just won't be possible because there's so many spinoffs and tangents we could take in looking at each story individually. So I'll try to just lift out of the passages what I believe are noteworthy things that I think will be a blessing for us to pick up on. You know, we started yesterday talking about how faith is the assurance and the conviction. It is the substance. It is our very faith that matters the most to God. And that is how we obtain a testimony. You know, I was thinking about it this morning as I was meditating on these verses and trying to get into what I believe the writer is trying to communicate. And one thing that just came out so strongly in my mind and my heart is that when we choose to operate by faith, we choose to walk in belief towards God, that actually produces a witness. This word testimony or approval appears over and over in these first few verses. It's in verse 2. It's in verse 4. It's in verse 5. And this word testify or testimony or approval comes from the original word in the Greek, marturio. It's where we get the word martyr. It's those that speak out, those that testify and speak of God. And it's interesting that the the writer links our actions by faith to gaining a testimony and to producing a witness in our lives. He talks about Abel obtaining a testimony. He talks about Enoch obtaining a witness. In verse 2, we saw yesterday that people of old gained an approval or a testimony. It's the same word. And what that's saying to me is that when we choose to live by faith, and we're going to look in more detail at what that means as we move through this chapter, but when we choose to walk in this way of living, we produce a witness. Our lives speak something very loudly to those around us. So we don't ever want to underestimate the power of what our faith is communicating to the world around us. So that's the first thought that I just want to leave with you this morning is the power of the witness and the testimony that our faith produces in our lives. Now, the writer focuses on three characters, Abel, Enoch and Noah. 
one thing that stood out to me is that these are three characters in the Bible that the writer chooses to highlight before what I call the great reset button. We know that God flooded the earth during the days of Noah, and he basically preserved Noah and his family of the only ones among all the people that were on the earth at that time because wickedness and unrighteousness had just gone rampant in the world, and God reset things through the flood. So the writer highlights Abel, Enoch, and Noah, and in each case, he says, by faith, they did something. By faith, Abel offered a sacrifice more pleasing to God than Cain's. And by faith, Enoch was taken up. Really, Enoch didn't do anything. He just walked by faith. And as a result of that, he was pleasing to God and God just took him up into heaven. We interpret that as meaning that Enoch actually never physically died in the same way that all people experience the death process to pass into God's domain or God's space, if you want to put it that way, but God just took Enoch because of his faith and he was pleasing to God. And then there's Noah who by faith chose to prepare an ark. He actually believed what God told him and he acted in reverence toward God and he did what God told him to do. And it's interesting that in each of these cases, the writer says, and he's going to continue to say it over and over again, that it was by faith that Abel did what he did. It was by faith that Enoch obtained the place that he did when his relationship with God. And it was by faith that Noah prepared an ark. And this idea of doing something by faith is something that I just sat with and considered this morning And I was just asking the Lord, you know, exactly what does it mean to do something by faith? And I was just led to, first of all, what I always go to is this kind of a literal understanding of the word and the way it's communicated. You know, in English, we use a lot of prepositions to say something was done by or in or to or for or under or above or below and on and on our prepositions go. And in the Greek, the Greek also uses prepositions, but there's really no preposition in these verses where it says by faith. So that got my interest. And so I started looking a little bit about the Greek. And in the Greek, the nouns are used in different cases. I'm not going to go into too much technical information here, but I do want to comment that this use of the word faith is the Greek word pistis. It's where we get the word belief. In the noun form, it's faith, and in the verb form, it's believing. In the noun form, it's in what's called the dative case. This simply shows the idea of the means or the instrument by which something is accomplished. So it tells me that the means by which Abel offered a sacrifice, the means by which Enoch lived his life. The means by which Noah built an ark was a disposition of faith. It was a choice that they made to say, I am going to believe God. See, we don't have background on what happened between God and Abel and Cain to cause them to come before God and offer a sacrifice. We don't have any context to know, did God tell them to offer a sacrifice? Was it something that was just innate in their inner being that they wanted to worship God and bring a sacrifice? But something different was operating in Abel's heart 
when he brought a sacrifice that was not operative in Cain's heart? Was it because Abel offered a meat sacrifice and a blood sacrifice and Cain offered a sacrifice from the wheat and the grain of the field? Well, we might be able to draw some conclusions from that, and there might be some truth to that, but I think this is a greater principle at work. The reason that Abel's sacrifice was pleasing to God and acceptable to him, and the reason he gains this testimony is because he did what he did by faith. He chose to operate in his heart out of a place of assurance and conviction that what he was doing was the right thing, that it would be pleasing to God. And God accepted his gift and through faith, even though he is dead, he still speaks. We still tell the story of Abel even to this day. And that is the power of what operating in faith does in our lives. And then Enoch was operating in faith. The means by which he was living was the means of faith. We don't have much detail of what that looked like in his life, but his heart disposition toward the Lord was a disposition of belief. It was a disposition of assurance and conviction. And because of that, he was pleasing to the Lord. Now, this idea of being pleasing to the Lord is interesting as well. The writer of Hebrews uses this word in a way that it's not used anywhere else in the Bible. There is some root form of the word used in other places where the writers talk about being pleasing to God. For example, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, when Paul talks about presenting our bodies a living sacrifice, he says that is our acceptable form of worship and it's pleasing to God. And so there's this idea that God is pleased with us when we operate from a disposition of faith. And this is exactly what happened in Enoch's life. He obtained this witness, his life testified, and God was pleased with him. And so God just said, Come be with me in my space. And then the writer points out in verse 6 that it's actually impossible to please God without faith, that we must first come to God and believe that he is and that he's the rewarder of those who seek him. So it's such an important thing to understand that our faith is what is pleasing to God. Our choice to say we believe, it is a very very powerful thing. And this is something I'm going to encourage us in over and over again as we look through this chapter, a whole chapter devoted to what faith looks like in the lives of those who love God. And our episode ends today in verse 7 with Noah, who was warned by God and in reverence through faith, he prepared the ark. And we've all heard stories about Noah and maybe even seen movies about Noah, how everyone around him would probably have been ridiculing him and saying, why in the world are you building this huge boat? And there's no rain. You don't need a boat. There's no water anywhere. But Noah chose to operate in the means of faith. And as a result, He became the heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. You know, it struck me this morning, just putting some very simple things together as we read the scripture, it becomes so powerful. We know that it was through Abraham that when Abraham heard God and responded by faith, that God established righteousness based on faith, the faith of Abraham. This is the foundation of the whole gospel, that 
Abraham is the father of faith, but Noah became the heir of that righteousness based on faith before the model of Abraham. So this tells me that God was the rewarder of faith, and he considered righteous those of faith even before he declared Abraham as the father of faith. This is a very powerful truth that our faith is what produces our right standing before God. So if we want to understand the power of faith, these verses begin to lead us into a greater understanding Our faith produces a witness in our life. Our faith establishes us in a place of being pleasing to God. And our faith actually produces righteousness in our lives where God declares our life as righteous before him because we are believing him. So today, I just want to stir you up in your faith, in the means by which you live your life. I don't know what you're facing today. I just feel God so strongly on this episode that he is stirring our hearts toward faith, that he is stirring that place of assurance and conviction in our inner being to where we would operate in this fear of believing him. It's a very powerful place to live, and I believe that it will be a blessing in your life as you continue to grow and be established in a deeper place of faith in your life. Life. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.